because Megan always says that sounds so weird. Like when we pause and awkwardly intro, she's yeah, right. Like she's like, you guys have been together for almost two hours by the point you start recording. Like don't well, make it seem like give me, yeah. don't make it seem like you just walked in and just met each other. <laughs> she's so wise. She is. Hey, welcome back to Sauced on Beer, Burn, Barbecue. I'm your host, Kevin. Joined here with Alex. Hey, Kevin. So tonight we have an amazing podcast for you. Um, Alex, you have gone above and beyond with creating some delicious pretzel nuggets from scratch and creating beer cheeses, three distinct beer cheeses to go along with those. Mm-hmm. And you didn't tell me what was in the beer cheese. I well, mean, I told you that there was beer and cheese in them. Which is why we call it beer cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, but each cheese has a different beer. Yeah, so here's the game. We're going to play a game. Well, Kevin's going to play a game, and we're going to listen. And make fun of me the entire yes, time. Yes, the entire time. So the game is, like Kevin said, I made each beer cheese with a different beer. Everything else is the same. Same cheeses, same ratio, um, no spices, even salt, anything like that. I wanted to keep it as basic as possible so that the beer was easier to taste. Because the game is Kevin gets to try and guess first the style of beer that each cheese is made from. And then second, if he can, for super bonus points, guess what the actual beer is. And he gets nothing for winning. Uh, but he has everything to lose. Those are terrible odds. <laughs> <laughs> if you're at home and you'd like to take a bet on this, um, just... <sighs> bet on me. Yeah, bet on Alex. So Kevin already cheated a little bit and tried some beforehand. So I yeah. know he's got some opinions formulating I do. I do. already. So what we're going to do is as he tries them, um, I'm going to pour what's left of the beer for each of them for him to look at while he tries it and then we're gonna we're gonna try some you know what audible audible you gotta yell omaha omaha okay did i do that right you did it was perfect (laughs) i Um, I couldn't even tell if it was you or peyton manning in here so okay so yeah we're gonna have the beer poured while he tries it and then after he tries it he can drink some of the beer consider it and then i'll try some i'll do the same thing and we'll see how how much how much of the beer because that's the big question here is how much of the beer can you really taste in the beer cheese which leads to the bigger question of what is the best kind of beer to use for beer cheese Um, i've kind of picked one beer that i know is good in beer cheese i picked one that i think should be good in beer cheese but haven't had a chance to try it and then i picked one that i didn't really think would be good for beer cheese and, and I want to see if I'm wrong. And it's funny, just by looking at them and just the first taste I've had, I think the one that we didn't think was going to be good is one of the better ones. Hmm. Hmm. Just my thought. So did I say there's three? There's three of them. You did say there was three Okay, of them. there's three of them. Um, so I think I got all the ground rules in. And if you don't understand them, neither do we, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So let's just do it. So I'm going to go pour the first beer It'll be the one that's closest to you. Perfect. So let's do it. 
All right, so this is all on you. I know what it is, so I want to hear your thoughts. Remember, you need to try it first. Okay. Try the cheese first. Give me, give me your thoughts, your impressions, and then you can try it with the beer. Go from there. All right, so cheese first. Cheese first. Then pretzel. Mm-hmm. So, well, cheese. then beer. Then drink. Yeah. Cheese, then drink. Oh, my goodness. Just eat the cheese first. Okay. So while, while I'm trying these, um, Alex, tell us your recipe for your pretzels. Okay. Um, I should post this. We're going to post this. But so if you've never, if, if you're interested in cooking and you've never watched um, Binging with Babish on YouTube, watch him. It's a great channel. A lot of fun recipes from movies, TVs, some video games. I um, mean, he does a great job explaining the process. Um, the recipe, why you do things the way you do. Um, he also has another channel just called Basics with Babish, um, where it just kind of cooking 101. My favorite is the Michael Scott pretzel episode. And it's funny that you say <laughs> that because this is the recipe that I used for the pretzel dough. Um, in the past, I've just used kind of a basic bread dough recipe and turned it into pretzel dough. This is very different, and the biggest difference is um, it uses a lot of milk as a base instead of water. So it's basically flour, um, a little bit of bread flour, which adds a lot of chewiness to it, which is a really good addition. Um, milk, yeast, and uh, quite a bit of brown sugar, actually. And then some melted butter. So they're very fluffy, very rich, just kind of by themselves. They're not, they're not hard. They don't have that hard crust like you get at like a ballpark. Well, and some of that is I didn't have – I ran out of eggs. I was going to put an egg wash on them before I put them in. And I, so I tried this last night. Um, I, I did a, a test run of this recipe, and I made half with an egg wash and half without and had my wife and one of her friends try them. And they said there wasn't a big difference, honestly, and I think that just goes for how good the dough recipe is. Um, but I, this, the egg wash added a little bit of chew and a little bit of crunch. I prefer it without yeah. the crunchiness. I like the soft pretzel. They're and both good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just kind of based off the cheese, it, it's a lot more liquidy um, than the other two. Um, and we'll kind of get describing those a little bit. This is almost more like a queso-type cheese. Would you agree with the texture? Well, and I think some of the texture might have just been the eye that I had it cooking on. But okay. I, I think some of it goes to the beer, too, maybe. Um, looking at the beer that you poured me, when you poured it, it was very bubbly. Um, almost reminded me of, like, a Kolsch or a um, a very light... Uh, I mean, Kolsch is what sticks out in my head because I know Kolsch's are very clear. They're very light. They're very bubbly. Um, or a lager. That's that's my other thought. Um, I know you're a big fan of the Coors products, so that's what I think it is. Without even trying it, just looking at the bubble. Okay. Trying it now. It's got flavor, but it doesn't have a lot of flavor. Um, Getting a little bit of a ricey taste to it, which is leading me towards an AB product. But at the same time, it's not. I don't think it's. I don't think it's Budweiser. I think it's too light to be Budweiser. It could be Bud Light. So remember, first, just type style. What's the right word for that? Style. Style beer. And then you can go extra credit. So don't get ahead of yourself. 
I mean, it helps that you're drinking the beer, but still. Uh, I'm stuck between Kolsch and a lager. I'm leaning more towards a Kolsch. Okay. Than I am a lager. Is that your final guess? Yes. Do we want to reveal these one at a time? Yes, because it's going to bother me if we don't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> It'll just give away what the other ones might. Eh, no, well, no, they're different enough. It's all different. Yeah. They're different enough. Okay, and then um, do you decide on actual brand? So I think it is a... I think it's a cheap label. I don't think it's... I don't think it's craft in that. I think it's a domestic... One, you just dropped cheese on your crotch. Um, it's okay, I got it. Good, I'm glad. I wasn't going to help you there. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think it's a domestic. I think it's it's got water to it. Like, it's got a very watery taste to it, um, which is, I think is what makes that cheese very liquidy. Um, I would like this cheese mixed with some Rotel mm. or some jalapeno and then put on top of my nachos. My pulled pork nachos. Ooh. That'd be really good. Next episode. Yes. Um, <sighs> I call it. Hold on. I got to go one more sip. It's Miller Highlight. All right. So you're you are very. Yeah, I so mean, which, which would make it not a Kolsch anymore. It'd make it a lager. Okay. Yes. Okay. It is a lager. Okay. So big points there. You got there real quick. And you almost had it. This is Coors Banquet. Uh, I almost said it was the Banquet beer because I saw how bubbly it was. It's almost, it's the uh, champagne of beers. I think that's the High Life. Is it the High Life? I think High Life is the champagne of beers. Well, all Miller, or I'm sorry, what did you say it was? Coors, Coors Banquet. Yeah, I think all Coors Banquet or any Coors beers are very, that champagne-y. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, but it's definitely watery. I mean, I was right with it. It's one of the domestic ones. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what makes that cheese so liquidy. Yeah, which I, I like that. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it coats your pretzel. It stays on your pretzel. Um, fantastic job. Thank you. Um, before we go to the next one, tell everybody what is in your cheese. Like, what? what is... Obviously, there's beer. Mm-hmm. Because that's the game that we're playing tonight. But what else do you put in your cheese? So, let's, I'll, I'll go over that while you're trying the next one. Okay. Um... So yeah, big hand points me, there. Hand me a pretzel. There you go. Thank you. So it's a very nice deduction on the palate. It's a good job. So, um, so first, new new kind of ground rule on this one. I want you to guess at least the style before you drink the beer. So, with that ground rule in place, Kevin's trying number two. So the recipe is very simple. Um, equal, not equal portion. So it was about six ounces of beer. Of each of the beers, uh, four ounces or half a block of cream cheese, and then probably what I, I had to add a little bit more, but probably what ended up being about eight ounces of mild cheddar. Um, so I just got a block of that, shredded it up. So that that's all I put in it. Very simple, um, even portions throughout each of them. And I guess I should pour this one. Yeah, go ahead and pour that one. I'm gonna finish tasting. All right. This one, you definitely have to guess the style before you drink it. Before I drink it? I think you you have to guess it from the cheese, because I think once you drink it, you're just going to know. Okay. So this cheese is a little bit more 
thick consistency. It's got a little more curd to it. Um, so I'm, I'm feeling like the, the cream cheese didn't blend as well with this beer, um, which is no knock on what you did because it's delicious. Like, I mean, it's like, I would like this on a grilled cheese or a hot ham and cheese. Um, so let's see. It's a lighter color. It's not as, it's more of a yellow color rather than the first one, which is more of a, like a Velveeta y color. It's a little lighter. Yeah. Whiter. Yeah. But I feel like this is more of like a true cheese. Like, I don't feel like the cheddar color chain. Just funny how that works since obviously it was the same cheese for all. Mm hmm. And I think the colors of the beer aren't too terribly different. This is hard to pick out on this one. So, all right. You don't need to have a final guess. Well, yeah. Just give me the stuff. So, obviously, just looking at it, you've poured it in front of me. It's hazy. So, I think it's either a Hefeweizen or a Pale Ale um, or, dare I say, an IPA, um, a lighter IPA. How about from the flavor of the cheese? See, I got a lot of the cheddar taste on it, and I got a lot of the cream cheese on it. Okay. I didn't get as much, I didn't get as much hoppiness or anything like that. Now I don't know if that's because before we started this whole thing tonight, we started with a Belgian um, pale ale that a friend of mine had brewed, um, and that that's got a little bit more of a citrusy kind of taste to mm -hmm. it. It's very very florally, very um, robust kind of bouquet of floralness. So I don't know if maybe the hoppiness of this is kind of not sticking out to me. I'm really maybe. interested to try it. I'm just going to smell it. It's definitely a IPA. I mean, the smell of it is 100% on. Mm, so you're right about that. Could you tell a big difference in the taste between the first one and the second one? This one was sharper. Okay. I felt like the cheddar cheese had more of a kick to it. Than the first one. I felt like the first one was a lot more mellow, which is why I think it would be a good queso. Because I think that with a good queso, you want the cheese to do well, mm -hmm. but you want those peppers and that spice and that, that extra little kick to do the talking. Right. It's funny because, I mean, obviously I knew which one was which, but I feel like smelling and tasting the two, like, I feel like I could taste IPA and that cheese. I could taste the hops in that. Ugh. <laughs> Um, I wonder now with drinking it and trying the cheese again, hand me another pretzel with cheese on it. You're, you can reach them much better, which by the way, we're recording at your new house. Yeah. Um, very exciting. Having that second bite after drinking it, I can really taste the IPA now. Mm -hmm. I really, it's very sharp on the tongue. It's very, It's almost as if you used a really sharp cheddar cheese. Does that make sense? Do you do you get? It does. Yeah, I get what you're saying, and it's funny because I picked mild on purpose. Right. Um, this is a good IPA. Like, I mean, I feel like you know as much crap as I give IPAs because I hate them. Um, <laughs> as much crap as I give IPAs because you know I hate them. I feel like this has. A good hop to it. It's a very well-balanced hop. Not knowing and not really enjoying a bunch of IPAs, I would 
I'm really going to struggle guessing where it's from. Mm-hmm. So I have a few questions for you. Okay. Local? Yes. So we're talking like local craft? Yes. Okay. Um, craft I've been to? Yes. Craft I really enjoy? Is there a craft you don't enjoy? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, craft we've been to together. Yes. Craft that you got drunk at a coloring night at. No. Oh, so a rules out urban chestnut. <laughs> Which maybe we should tell that story real quick. Give the 30 second condensed version because it's so good. So Kevin made it his life mission a long time ago to get me to like beer. Mission accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, Cheers to that thing. Yes. Cheers. <laughs> so, finally found me one that I liked, and um, to commemorate that occasion, we decided to go to Urban Chestnut with our wives because they were doing a coloring night. I, had, I mean, there was just somebody there handing out night. pages mm-hmm. and crayons to color with, and we drank beer. Um, and so I was excited about enjoying beer for the first time. I love Urban Chestnut. They're one of my favorites. Um, so Kevin was just like, ooh, you got to try this one. Ooh, you got to try this one. Ooh, you got to try this one. And they poured big servings, like they're not, 20 ounces. They're not stingy. They, it was it was very generous, very good. And we got a discount because we were at the coloring night. That's right. We got $1.50 off every pour. So I think I had um, three nice big ones before I tried to stand up and go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I made it. It was fine. You didn't make it back, though. I did, too. With help. Well, it's not like you carried me. I could have. <laughs> All right, so back onto this IPA. So it's not urban. Um, it's forehand citywide. That's what I'm saying. No. Well, no, because that's an IPA. Duh. Oops, you were to guess. No, I. You didn't tell me I had a. Amount I try one of more time. Guess. Well, I take another bite. All right. Is it a forehands? No forehands. Is it... It's one... Did you say it was one we've been to together? So Schlafly? Um, what does Schlafly have IPA-wise? I mean, is it the Schlafly IPA? Yeah. I was about to say, I'm like, yeah, it's just Schlafly IPA. Do I still get half credit for that one? I mean, I, I work through it. Sure, sure. Cool. You got there. Awesome. Um... So, uh, side note on that, and you were kind of talking about it a little bit, and I want to ask you. Lately, I've, I never started off being an IPA fan, and they're definitely not my go-to, but I've definitely started appreciating them a lot more with food. Mm-hmm. Honestly, almost anymore, if I, have a, if I have a lot of different options of beer for food, I'll usually go to an IPA now, depending on what I'm eating. I'll go to an IPA to eat to drink while I'm eating. And so I'm curious, do you enjoy that a little bit more, having the cheese and the pretzels to eat with it? Yes, very much. Um, I feel like the IPA and the hoppiness of it and that bitterness goes so well with savory foods. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is a savory food. I feel like it's something I can enjoy. Um, Like if I'm eating a cheeseburger, you know, you get that cheesiness, you get that dairy, the meat the fattiness mm. of that the the thickness of the bun 
it pairs well with the IPA to that, like it cuts through it. It stands up on its own. I think sometimes you go, you get a beer and it's not, it, it, it blends in too much. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stand out. And I feel like this stands out on its own. And I think you're getting there and I, I've been, I've been trying to do more studying on food and actual cooking aside mm-hmm. from just recipes. And uh, I've been learning about the different like flavor profiles, like sweet, savory, acidity, saltiness, that stuff. And I think what you're getting at is IPAs are pretty acidic with that bitterness in there. And so often food lacks acidity, like pretzels and cheese. We've got salty, we've got savory, we've got some fattiness. So adding some acid in there from the beer kind of brings in that missing piece. When you when you think about it, salt, it's a very basic type food. Mm-hmm. Um, it's absorbing. It's it, And I feel like it absorbs that hoppiness. And it doesn't allow, for me, like, I mean, if you go back and listen to The Pursuit of Hoppiness, that episode, that's awful. Like, it's, it doesn't allow me to feel that, that nastiness I feel like in my chest when I have IPAs mm-hmm. or the double IPA. Um, this is really good, though. Like, I really have enjoyed this IPA. I think it's funny how the more my palate has matured, like to enjoying porters and stouts and enjoying rye whiskeys, mm-hmm. I'm starting to like IPAs more. And I think that's the cool part. I mean, think back to when we started this whole thing, Alex, you know, <laughs> we were such noobs. We're still noobs. We, we are still noobs. And it's I mean, funny I because I feel can, like we know a lot, but I we guess still we don't lose, know anything. We can lose the noob title. I think we're amateurs. Yeah. I'll go with that. Novice. Um, novice. Yes. Um, novice drinkers but you're right and and i was talking to a guy about this scotch guy earlier today and just how beer whiskey both of those things in general they're they're acquired taste um depending on what you're drinking mm-hmm. and and why you're drinking if you're just drinking a drink then there's nothing to acquire but if you're drinking to appreciate the flavor you you have to learn to pull those flavors out, especially from whiskey. So I'm kind of with you. Like I said, I used to not like IPAs, but I found a place and a purpose for mm-hmm. them. And once I found that, I could start to appreciate them more. I feel like, too, with a very sweet barbecue, like um, a Kansas City style, you know, mm-hmm. sauce on it. Um, an IPA goes really well with that because it is that balance of sweet with bitter. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I really like that cheese. It's really good now that I know. So it's just just a Schlafly IPA. Just Schlafly IPA, yep. And and so do not send me a six pack of Schlafly IPA. <laughs> we'll turn it into beer cheese. So spoilers: the the IPA was the one that I didn't think would work. Okay. I thought that the harsh bitterness, like just the sheer extreme flavor of an IPA, would be too much to balance out. But I think. Like what we've been talking about, it was actually the perfect kind of balance for it. Well, and I think, too, like, it depends on which IPA you get. Mm -hmm. There's some out there that are so hop-forward, so just... They do it on purpose. Yeah, like, just it feels like you're eating a hop plant. Right. Hop plant. Um, That would not be delicious. Like, I feel like that would be too much. Mm -hmm. Um, This was a well-blended... not too strong, but has that good floral taste. You can still taste the hop in it. I'm very happy with that. Uh, and I like the point that you made. I don't remember if you said it while we were recording, but um, 
you said the first one you would like as a queso, but this one you would like on a grilled cheese. Like, they're both good, but you can find almost different purposes for them. Just kind of interesting. I would have thought beer cheese is beer cheese is beer cheese. You're going to use it for the same thing, but I think you're right. This episode of Sauced on Beer Burn Barbecue is brought to you by The Restillery. Are you in the market for a -a one-of-a-kind handmade bourbon lamp? Then you need to check out The Restillery. You can get your favorite whiskey bottle transformed into a -a one-of-a-kind piece that your friends are going to be jealous of. Make sure you check out The Restillery at www.therestillery.com and check them out on Instagram at The Restillery. They have awesome products and lots of great contests that you should enter. Make sure you check out again The Restillery. Now, let's get back to getting sauced on Beer Burn Barbecue. So I'm curious how you do on our last one here. So I'm going to go ahead and pour the last one. Um, Why don't you just talk about... This one looks pretty different from the other ones. Talk about it. So the next one that the next cheese we're going to, it's a much darker um, color. It reminds me a lot of the cheese you made for when we made the bratwurst. Okay. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's obviously a stout, a porter, um, something of that caliber. Uh, Looking at the glass, it's got a very thick, foamy head to it. Um, Remember, try the cheese first. Don't drink it. Okay. I, I got a good smell. Pass okay. me a pretzel cheese on it. And this is thick like the um, IPA cheese. Trying, trying this one, it's definitely the most different out of all three of them. Um, I think you're going to like this one a lot more than I like it. I think if I was to do it, I don't know if I would go cream cheese in it because I feel like the cream cheese, it it doesn't, I feel like there's just something in the cream cheese and the beer that don't match well for me, my personal liking. Now, I think that's interesting because the cream cheese was more of a melting agent. Um, it was more in there to make it easier to melt the flavorful cheese. Um, so it wasn't supposed to impart much, but I think it's interesting that you notice it. It, it stands out a lot for mm-hmm. me. Um, okay. I'm not a huge cream cheese fan. I'm usually not either. I was hesitant to try that. Yeah. But I, I think it worked out really well. I think this one would be good with your butter and flour roux. Mm-hmm. Just because I feel like that would absorb some of the... That roastiness, like that 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 rich caramel um, flour taste that you get. Yeah. You know, like that perfect blend. Like you can either go burnt or, you know, too light, but like it's right in the middle. Yeah, I think you're right. That, that would definitely pair well with the dark beer, which this is a dark beer. Right. Um, but it's on you too. See, see if you can gander a guess at the style before you drink it. Hmm. The nose on it has a very rich Almost like a coffee taste to it. Um, 
chocolate, um, cherry kind of reminds me of it. Chocolate covered strawberry. Hmm. Um, that coffee roastiness. So I want to say it's a porter, but at the same time, I have a very strong feeling it's a Bach, like an Amber Bach. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm waiting between the Porter, the Bach, kind of feel a dark Bach. Man, you, you did very well tonight, my friend. Very well. <laughs> Thank you. So, I mean, go ahead and drink it, but I will say... This is one that we have had and talked about on the show before. I'll give you that hint. And I'll, I'll let you go from there. Give me your final answer once you're ready. So, yes, I definitely have had this before. Um, may I ask my questions again, which will help me? Um, or do you want me to finally decide on a, a style? Because I'm stuck between three. Stout, porter, or a dark bock. Okay. I'm leaning more away from a dark bock. What are you leaning more toward? Um, Just give me that. Just pick your... Give me your guess now, then you can ask your questions. A stout. Okay. Question time. St. Louis. Local St. Louis beer? No. Okay. It's a Colorado beer? No. No, not great divide. Hmm. Is it local to the country? Yes. Okay, so it's not a Guinness, which, I mean, it didn't look like it had a Guinness head on it. Mm. Um. Huh. But you're right, the cheese is a lot like what I made with the Guinness for the Browers. Mm-hmm. That's what... It, it's not as dark as that cheese that you made. It's a lot lighter. More. It's almost more of a a Dijon mustard kind of color. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. Which would probably pair well with this. Yes, it'd be very well. Um, some gray poopy, gray poupon. 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 <laughs> Do you want a poupon on this? <laughs> um. Huh, huh, huh. It's one we've had before. It's not local to St. Louis. Am I right, though? It's a stout. No. So it's a porter? Mm-hmm. Okay. I should have went with my original guess. It's tough. Those two styles still kind of trip me up. Yeah. The differences between them. I mean, and I've looked it up so many times, what the difference is, and I still... Can, I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. Me either, but normally I found porters to be less sweet than stouts. Right. That's what I go with. I mean, I'll take two for three. I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 77 or a 66%. It's not bad. So this is um, Boulevard's Bully Porter. Boulevard's Bully Porter. That's what it is. <laughs> Don't you dare edit that out of order. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it tastes like that now that I think about it. Um, it's very rich. It's got that chocolate taste, almost like a toffee type. So you're getting that in, in the cheese? No, in the beer. Okay. Um, I feel like the cream cheese kind of dulls those rich 
dulls those rich chocolate tones, the espresso tones kind of down a bit. That makes sense. Um, it adds almost like almost like its own sharpness to it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it. It, it does because it's 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 a bitterness, kind of like the IPA, but it's a different kind of bitterness. It's a, like a burnt bitterness versus the IPA's floral bitterness. And mm-hmm. so it interacts with the flavor of the cheese differently. Um, so some things I'm curious your opinion on, um, just for the sake of the experiment. Could you... Do you think that the flavors and the beer imparted well to the cheese, or do you think they all kind of tasted like just beer cheese? So, going back now, thinking through and what I know mm-hmm. as the beers in there, the IPA really helps that one. It stands out. It's very floral. Like I said, grilled cheese. I'd want green apples, thick cut bacon, all on that grilled cheese sandwich. It's almost like a a pub cheese. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the um, banquet, um, of course, was more, like I said, that queso, that thin. I felt like that, that one was lacking the flavor, but it gave more the cheese, the room to talk. Okay. The porter, I would love it with the roux base rather than the cream cheese because mm-hmm. I wonder if that would give it a little bit more of those rich dark yeah we'll um, have to try them those tones but overall I would call this a very successful experiment great so the beer does make a big impact <clears throat> on the flavor profile I think you could even go more beer okay okay um, and so it's not even there's so first okay first which one was your favorite of these three Here tonight with the pretzels, paired with the beer, which one did you enjoy the most? So on first tasting, all right, it was the um, Coors. Okay. After knowing what beer was in it, it was the Schlafly IPA. Why the change? The Coors didn't have as much of that beer flavor. Okay. It was really good. I think some of the carbonation made that cheese very light and airy. Yeah. But now knowing the IPA and having that IPA just on its own and then trying it again, I really got that floral, tip of the tongue, hoppiness, and I really enjoyed it. Um, It's been so long since I've had an IPA. Like, it really stood out to me. It really stood out as enjoyable um so if i was to rank i would go ipa cores and then the bully porter okay and so then the follow-up question would be do you think that they are at least of the same things we've had do you think there's a best beer for beer cheese or do you think it just depends on what you're eating it with yes and no okay if i had to pick a it all depends too, like on what cheeses you're using as well. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, if I was true. going with a um, queso style, like if I want to make like a queso style style beer cheese, I might go with like a Dos Equis mm-hmm. or something that's going to be very light, very just refreshing. Uh, 
if I was midwinter and like it's cold as hell out and I want something like that, then yeah, a dark beer would be really good. Um, a stout would be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I would really like a baked potato covered in a stout beer. With, that sounds really good. With andoli sausage on top of it and thick cut bacon Damn. and fresh cut chives. Damn. No sour cream. Yeah, that'd be too much. Yeah, it'd be too much. It'd make your belly unhappy. <laughs> um, Get a tubby egg. Yeah, and then, then your mommy's got to come and <laughs> kiss your belly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that, I think really you can play with it. There's so many variations of it. And our listeners, if you've tried a beer cheese and you really like it, share that recipe with us. We'd love to do this again. I would, I mean, I'm sure we can find three more beers to make beer cheese. Oh out. yeah, there's so many beer styles. Like you threw out Bach. I'm like, oh, I forgot that was a style. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Um, it's so good though. I mean, like they're just so unique, so well blended. Um, well, and again, to, to what you're saying, how it just kind of depends on what you're eating it with, what kind of cheese you want to want to use. A heavy meat plate. A heavy a heavy meat dish. <laughs> like, again, I didn't season these at all, so that could add a whole other layer to what you're doing with it. Like, if I was making a queso-style beer cheese, I think, like, a, de- a dosa quiche or a Mexican-style lager would be great. A cerveza. A cerveza with some salt, some lime juice. Would add a lot of... Um, no cilantro, please. Huh? No cilantro. Cilantro? No. No, not in the beer cheese. We don't need dishwater. That, <laughs> I like cilantro. Cilantro is the worst. Oh, my gosh. This isn't the time for this discussion. Yes, yeah, so let's get into it right now. Oh gosh. Cilantro is the devil. The devil's lettuce. <laughs> I don't think that's, that's, that's different. Oh. Although, I wonder how that would taste. Terrible. Over nachos. Wait, the devil's lettuce or cilantro? The devil's lettuce. Would you Wait, take that over cilantro? Is that I, like pot brownies? I don't know. Pot queso. Hmm. We'd have to go to Colorado for that. <laughs> They're going to take us off the air. So overall, fantastic job, my friend. Thank you. Um, pretzels were delicious. Beer cheese was delicious. I just tried the uh, Coors one again. Some chopped up jalapeno in that right now mm-hmm. would be that would be that would Fuego. Be really mm. Showing all my Spanish, I know. That's the only thing I know in Spanish. In Fuego and Cerveza. Cerveza. I mean, what else do you need to know? <laughs> I mean, really, I can tell anyone in Mexico that there's an issue. It's on fire, and we need beer. <laughs> I mean, what else do you need? I guess, where's the bathroom? But I mean, as long as you didn't start the fire. We didn't start the fire. That should be our outro music. <laughs> um, what was your ranking? What do you think? Um, I think I'm going to go with yours. Um, what was like mine again? The IPA and then the lager. Well, you know what? I'm going to change that. I'm going to go lager, IPA, porter. Okay. Um, the reason is I think the lager beer cheese is more versatile. In more situations, like if I just need to make beer cheese for something, that's what I would get. And the lager is the one that I got that I thought this, I mean, I know this one's good in beer cheese. I've done it before. Lager is good base because, like you said, it's not bringing a lot of flavor on its own. And it is kind of light and bubbly. So it lets the cheese stand out. So you can do more with it. 
It's close, though, because the IPA was the dark horse. Um, I didn't think it would be good, but it was a surprisingly good balance in addition to all the flavors brought by the cheese and by the pretzels. And by the pretzels, it was a good combo um, for those. I think the cream cheese blended well with that, too, because the cream cheese is so sweet and mm-hmm. creamy. That bitterness, like you've been saying, I mean, it goes so well. Right. And so the porter, I, I was surprised I liked the least. I was expecting to like that one more, but I think you're right about the cream cheese conflicting a little bit with the flavor profile, just a little bit. I mean, it was still good, um, but I think if I was going to, I think that one would be a more situational beer cheese and I would make it differently and treat it differently, uh, but still very good. Yes, I agree. So, Alex, you will post your pretzel recipe. You'll probably have to scroll back through Alex's Instagram to find this post because, you know, we're always a few weeks ahead with our podcast and our posting. But we'll make sure I link to it. Um, it's super easy. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, we you made your dough how early in advance? How long does it take to make your dough? In An hour. Proof? Okay. And then just salt water and baking soda? Just baking soda. Oh, just baking, baking soda. Baking soda water. And just let it sit in there for a second or two, pull it out. Butter or egg wash, either way. I'm personal I like preference. The it was good. And then salt, bake it. Done. Awesome. I think that wraps up tonight. I think uh, beer cheese is where it's at. Mm-hmm. Make your own pretzels. Use your favorite beer. Let us know what your thoughts are. Um, hit us up. You can always hit us up on Instagram. Uh, follow me at beer underscore bourbon underscore barbecue. Alex. Matt, the dot Alex dot experiment. Uh, make sure you check out our website, www.shopbeerbourbonbarbecue. Lots of fantastic t-shirts up there. Father's Day is coming up. Um, it'll be here before you know it. And Mother's Day is coming up too. You know, mom might want a beer bourbon barbecue t-shirt. You never know. Dad <laughs> definitely does. Um, but definitely check those out. They help support our podcast, help keep us Uh, up and running and uh, we truly appreciate your purchases um alex fantastic my friend thank you we'll definitely do this again for sure with three other beers what okay final thoughts for everybody consider to consider bourbon cheese i don't know think about it we're gonna leave it there i'm gonna think about it it's something i've been thinking about let's do it it's an expensive cheese. Barbecue cheese. <laughs> I mean, like barbecue sauce instead of beer? I don't know. I'm, just, I'm just thinking how we could get all three of them. We'll find a way. We'll do. But think about it. Hey, thanks for listening to Sauce on Beer, Bourbon, Barbecue. We appreciate it. Make sure you uh, subscribe to our show. Obviously, if you've heard it once, hopefully you subscribe. Rate us. Five-star rating. We appreciate that. Um, and on that note, we hope you stay sauced on beer, bourbon, and barbecue.